take a walk, ride, stroll, or just listen as you take hold and engage because you are now entering the Cerebral Podcast. Wordplay of the day. What did I get after my fight or flight instinct was triggered? Answer. When my fight or flight instinct was triggered, I felt at war with myself and some of those around me. And with enough time, my war became a warped perspective. Thought of the day comes from trauma therapist Peter A. Levine. He developed the somatic therapy, which focuses on traumatic stress and the client's perceived body sensations. He said, basically, in the fight or flight response, the objective is to get away from the source of threat. All of our muscles prepare for this escape by increasing their tension level, our heart rate, and respiration increases. And our whole basic metabolic system is flooded with adrenaline. Hello, friends, and welcome back to The Cerebral Podcast. The Surreal Podcast is me talking about my crutches as disability devices and literary devices. I offer up advice to help parents, kids, and anyone else who wants to learn about my interpretation of disability engagement. I was born with Surreal Palsy. It is a movement disorder that moderately impacts my balance and coordination. I grew up in New York in competitive schools where I was mainstreamed in the 1970s and 1980s. I was the only kid with a long-term physical disability in school. I was forced or coerced into many difficult situations. As a result, I used my cerebral against the palsy like an oxymoron. In other words, I used my brain to work through many of my physical and other environmental and existential challenges. Reasonable accommodation and the ADA didn't become law until 1990, or broadly accessible to me until I was at Marist College in 1991. Reasonable accommodation is an adjustment made to accommodate or make fair the same system for an individual based on a proven need. As a result, I often used enriched environment examples to increase my own social emotional learning. I want to pass on my knowledge and experience to help the next generation of parents and kids. This is episode 66. Thank you for joining me today. Preface. For the month of July, I have been talking about freedom and independence. Today, I am talking about the fight-or-flight response. In this week's Rite of Passage Experiences, or ROPE, I am talking about some of the difficulties I had with the fight-or-flight response 
in school. And I also had limited choices to fight back because fighting back often represented a threat to my environment. Please listen for one or two things that you could take away from this episode. Now, let's both take hold and engage. According to the Psych Central website, the fight, flight, or freeze response is in response to a stress or a threat. It is a psychological reaction to something your body has perceived as a threat. The threat is the body's built-in way to respond to danger. This can vary from being chased to finishing a deadline. It is a survival mechanism for dealing with stress. When activated, the stress response can make you react in three ways. Number one, you fight the threat. Number two, you take flight or leave the situation. And number three, you freeze and stay in place. The response depends on the situation. It also depends on your upbringing and culture. In this week's Rite of Passage Experiences or Rope, I am talking about some of my stress responses when I was growing up. Because of the lack of understanding by both adults and kids, I had to often figure out and explain what was happening in real time. This became an exhausting process. As I was trying to figure out what was happening, I was also trying to maintain my own physical safety. This often became a more urgent need. Preventing a fall, for example, became more urgent than trying to explain why I fell. Also, I was trying to explain to different kids and adults what happened and it became repetitively exhausting. The example I often now use is trying to explain a car accident and what happened to every witness or passerby. Frustration and anger didn't help because it often scared kids and adults. Being mainstreamed was viewed as a privilege and I had access to information and resources that other people with disabilities didn't. I have also talked about in previous episodes the example of Jackie Robinson being allowed to participate or compete in Major League Baseball. I was reminded by parents and adults that I should appreciate the privilege and not complain about it. Also, if I showed too much anger or frustration, people would be less willing to help me in future situations. Fighting back became viewed as me being aggressive or angry and dangerous. After all, I had crutches in my hands that were sometimes perceived as weapons. My feedback channels were limited to teachers and staff. That was if they comprehended or could remedy 
ongoing situations. My parents and family members also could not fully understand or comprehend the multitude of issues. As a result, I often got reprimanded, blamed, or shamed by multiple people. Many times adults turn their anger and frustration toward me. The power and abilities of others became more heightened and stronger peer pressures also made it more difficult. Quite simply, I just felt overwhelmed most of the time. There were so many fight or flight circumstances that I didn't have enough tools outside myself. So I turned inward. Because I was stuck in a system where I didn't have adequate support or even understanding, I often froze because I didn't know how to respond. I became stuck in stress responses both at school and at home. Again, according to the Psych Central website, stress responses manifested in different ways. Number one, the loss of voluntary bladder control. This was made more difficult because of my disability. Loss of bladder control still happens on average of once a month for me. Number two, sweating. Sweating made it more difficult for me to hold on to my crutches. Number three, jumpiness or nervousness and dealing with sudden and loud noises. Number four, shock or difficulty moving, which added to my existing difficulty with moving. Muscle tension and tightness happened for me because I had anxiety and difficulty talking. And number five, shakiness and unsteadiness that added to my existing shakiness and walking because of my disability. Changes in reasonable accommodation and more social emotional learning collaboration tools, both inside and outside of school, have made situations better. Emotional stress fractures are made better these days by friends and family that more comprehensively understand the cumulative impact of challenging and heightened reactions. I didn't have access to disability advocacy or resources in the 1970s and 80s. Having my experiences validated or understood were challenging in itself. Bringing up my disability was often met with embarrassment or resentment and the need for me to work harder to overcome issues or attitudes. Now equalizing authoritative behavior to more collaborative and coaching relationships with friends have helped me to reset some of the warped and unrealistic expectations. Were there one or two things that you heard in this episode that you could lean into or learn from? 
Thank you for allowing me to be a voice inside your head. Please share this podcast with someone you know. Were there one or two specific things that you learned or liked? Would you mind joining and sharing it on the Cerebral Podcast Facebook group? You can listen to the show on Podbean, iTunes, Google Play, and Spotify, or wherever you find your podcasts. Thank you to the listeners who support the show on the Cerebral Podcast Facebook group. I invite you to join the group. You can also email the show at thecerebralpodcast at gmail.com or send questions, comments, or ideas for the show. And remember, it takes effort to be vulnerable, be accountable, and be respectful in the way you treat others and yourself. You can be the biggest variable in your life when you take ownership. Now, take hold, engage in your world. You are now leaving the Cerebral Podcast. I never give up.